0: Hi, everyone. This is Carrie Bellog. I am the founder and chief groupie of Brand Groupies Consulting, where we obsess about your brands. Build your brand, rock your brand, and fans will come. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Brand Groupies podcast, where we talk with inspiring entrepreneurs and brand leaders who are building and rocking their brands. And we are continuing today with our backstage series where we are talking to brand gurus who are behind the brands and who are making the magic happen. Uh, And today we have Kaylin McNamara. I'm so excited to have you. Welcome. Thanks for having me. So cool to be here with you. Um, Kaylin is currently a senior vice president at Vayner Media, a full service advertising agency owned by renowned entrepreneur Gary Vaynerchuk. She has been at Vayner for eight years and currently oversees new business operations and consulting services for the agency, which services Fortune 100. Clients across the globe. Prior to this role, Kaylin has worked across a number of industry verticals within the agency, leading digital strategy and client services for iconic brand portfolios such as the Oprah Winfrey Network, Unilever, Campbell's, and um, Sabra Hummus. Before joining Boehner, she started her career in public relations and has always had a passion for communications and storytelling. Um, Kaylin is also a teaching assistant at the School of Visual Arts in Manhattan, leading curriculum in digital campaign marketing and mobile storytelling. When she is not working or teaching, Kaylin can be found at her beach house in Long Branch or dreaming about her next global travel adventure. So welcome, Kaylin, to the podcast. Thank you so much. Been um, kind of um, thinking about having you as a guest for so long, and was uh, so excited that you're here now in Long Branch full yes. time. You know, working from home. So um, thank you again for being yes, here. Yes, of course. Thanks for having so, me. So, so a little tidbit: um, Kaylin's uh, mom is my accountant, <laughs> <laughs> and Karen rocks. Um, <laughs> so um, you know, we met. I guess it was a few years ago. Yeah. We had drinks together, and I just have been following your career, and I've been hearing through. Karen. I'm just like so inspired to, you know, see your your um, accomplishments and and uh, just see where you're, you're taking yeah, it. The so. feeling is mutual. Oh, they- <laughs> I talk about
1: you all the time. <laughs> so, <sweet.
0: laughs> so I am so excited to just hear like your background story. Like I want to hear like how, um, you know, how you got started and you know, about your first job leading up to where you are today. Yeah.
1: Um, so I mean, I went to Quinnipiac University. I majored in public relations. Even before that, I always knew I wanted to be in communications. I remember even going on business trips with my dad and I was always attracted to like the PR person or the head of events and you know the person Mm -hmm. that was always like wheeling and dealing (laughs) right Um, and so I ultimately decided to, to major in public relations I was kind of between that and journalism Um, And I always was doing an internship. I mean, I I had internships before I even went to college. (laughs) I remember I rolled up at like Bayshore Hospital. and was like, hey, can I work in New (laughs) York? I was like 17. Um, And uh, really, I I would say, you know, every semester summer had kind of a different internship in communications or public Mm -hmm. relations. I did nonprofit. I tried fashion, beauty, Mm -hmm. PR, which was a nightmare. (laughs) Um, And then I I started my career um, at a firm called Effect, uh, Mm -hmm. which was a B2B tech uh, agency. Again, PR. And it was right as uh, social media was starting to kind of become a real thing for businesses. Mm-hmm. And so at the time, I had been part of really helping that agency um, start to look at what marketing on Twitter and LinkedIn and mm-hmm. all those platforms um, and what that would look like. Um, and I had a real passion for really the social side of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though it was a B2B company, I was kind of gravitating to more of the B2C kind of clients. Um, and I had a friend who was working at Media, Hadn't heard of the company. They didn't have a website. Um, At the time, didn't know who Gary Vaynerchuk was, Mm -hmm. who was the CEO. Um, And so it was a little bit of a leap of faith. The culture was really interesting to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I loved that everything they were doing was focused on social media and kind of platforms that other agencies hadn't yet been focusing on. Um, And so I really just kind of, Thought I'd, you know, work there for a couple months, learn about social Mm -hmm. media, and then go work at Edelman Digital or (laughs) go back (laughs) into PR. Um, And eight years later, here I am. Wow,
0: that (laughs) is incredible. And what year was that? That So that would have been 2012 I joined. 2012, okay. And, like, social media was Yeah, like brands, just just to put a
1: context, like brands couldn't even put pictures on Facebook Mm -hmm. then. So we were, at the time, building, you know – communities and followers, because sure. that okay. was the game at the time, right? Yep, yep. Um, so I was there when we hired our first creative director, our, you know, the media department was built, um, and now we're, you know, full service, wow. which is crazy. Yeah. So how
0: many people were there when you started? Uh, a little over 100. I think okay. it was like
1: 120. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And now we're over 800 oh my across gosh. the globe. Yeah. Wow.
0: That's, That's incredible. Yeah. So how long did it take, like, when you first started working there, were you like, um, You know, after, like, the first month, where you like, I could really see myself staying here for a while? Yeah, it was pretty early on that I knew
1: that I had kind of landed in, you know, unexpectedly uh, struck gold. And, you know, it was right around, you know, just seeing, you know, Instagram launch and all as each platform became kind of more mainstream. I Mm -hmm. saw the way we were behaving and reacting Um, And getting our brands on there. And I I knew that what we were doing was going to be something we could replicate forever and ever and ever. And so that was something early on. Um, And I also got, you know, very early on access to accounts like the Oprah Winfrey Network and – get to work with brands that I would have dreamed of, right, kind of in school. No, absolutely.
0: And so what were you actually doing, like, back in the day, like, when you first started? started. So I was essentially, I
1: think I started as a senior account executive. um, And I was essentially, you know, really managing the day-to-day of a lot of the accounts. So um, really dealing with the clients in terms of giving them updates on what we were working Mm -hmm. on. Working at the time, we didn't have strategy, so in a lot of times I was also the strategist. (laughs) um, How they should be using the different platforms, working with the creative team, the media team, to get the actual content and ads out the door, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of time spent with the clients themselves, yes. obviously, yeah,
0: yeah, no, yeah. that's so great. And I feel like um, I'm just going to add, like, my experience uh, learning about Gary back in the day was almost uh, like, well, he was such a disruption. Like, I, you know, as far as um, having a PR background and always being mm-hmm. like the gatekeeper between. Yeah the brand and the public. And yeah. then it was just like, right to the pub, like, right, yeah. you know, raw, authentic, like say exactly yes. what you feel. And so how was that? Like, I don't know, you know, I know, um, it was such a game changer and now everyone just, you know, speaks yeah. from their mind. There's no like, um, you know, like I said, uh, polishing as much yeah. as there used to be yeah. for PR people. So it, it was de- it was an interesting
1: adjustment for me because again coming from PR, you, it's yes. about controlling the message. Sure. Right? Yes. <laughs> Everything. Um, got and, you know. But what you know what did translate was the you know needing the ability to storytell mm-hmm, um, and mm-hmm. really knowing how to reverse engineer the audience. Sure. And so I quickly kind of saw the parallels of how those skills translated. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did at the time hire a lot of people from PR because you couldn't major in social media at the time yeah. or in you know sure. we, at the time we weren't full service. yet. Like I had yeah. no idea I was signing up for an advertising agency. Um, And so, yeah, it it was a complete shift also for our clients. I remember, Mm -hmm. you know, I wasn't allowed to know what Vayner's Vayner's clients were because, uh, you know, these big names didn't want people to know that other vendors and agencies were helping Mm. them with this. So it was very hush-hush even, Mm. you know. Okay. You know, clients wouldn't want you to know that someone else was managing their Facebook yes. page, right? And so that was Got a big it. thing. And then the day I started, I was like, "Oh wow, it's a legit You're company." You're like, yeah. <laughs> like oh, we
0: have some yeah. big brands." No, that's really really exciting. Um, yeah, I know. I remember when I had a I had a watch brand, and the, I remember the CEO just went on Twitter, yeah. and everyone was like up on arms, like, "What? You're talking to you know, yeah, to your consumers?" And um, you know, I just remember that that change. So that is so cool that. You were there, you know, for the
1: yeah. For and the now, co- now consumers expect it. It's exactly, not, you know, and it's like yeah. even
0: it's worse if you're not totally you know, upfront and yeah. um, you know saying exactly how you feel. So, um, so now tell us what your role is. I know yeah. you recently started a new yes. role and.
1: Yeah, so I started this role right as COVID started, so okay. weird time to <laughs> transition. Um, but I, so as I mentioned, I had been in client services for most of that time. Yes. Um, this role, I, I have kind of two hats. I lead our new business operations. Okay. Um, so obviously there's Media, but we also have the holding company above us. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of kind of business development flow okay. that happens. So um, I have a team that helps to essentially operationalize all of that and make sure, oh, okay. um, you know, Kind of like concierge VaynerMedia, mm-hmm. um, get people where they need to go to get the services that they need. Okay. Um, and then the other side is I lead our consulting practice, which is relatively new. Hmm. Um, really helping to be you know innovate how we service our clients. Okay. So you know the, the industry is changing. COVID has you know dramatically sped yes. up that process. But, sure. you know, not every client's looking for a year-long retainer. Mm-hmm. Um, and they might have a more specialized need or they might already be working with an agency, AOR. Um, so I my, my team is actually building kind of new products for okay. Vayner to service. Got um, it. Yeah.
0: All right. Very cool. Because I always think of the – Big clients like right Budweiser yeah. and big brands that you um, you service, and I know there's always that you know challenge of servicing small yeah. businesses uh, with um, smaller budgets. Yeah. And what have you found um, you know successful as yeah. far as helping um, small businesses? Yeah,
1: and- I mean, I, it starts with you know Gary's vision. You know, again, he doesn't come from uh, the ad industry; yes. he comes from the wine world. And you know his his ambition one day is to buy the New York Jets, yes. right? And he is built. Vayner and VaynerX are holding company yeah. as a way to really build a marketing machine that mm-hmm. can service all types of businesses uh, and continue to innovate and evolve as kind of the landscape yes. does. And so we have VaynerMedia, but we also have the Sasha Group within the mm-hmm. VaynerX umbrella. And so they yeah. really specialize in uh, startup in small businesses, and okay. so um, we work a lot of times with them. They have their own set of consulting processes, okay? Uh, products. Um, and then on the Vayner side, we also, again, we're always, you know, whether it's with VaynerMedia or another VaynerX company, we always mm-hmm. want to kind of give the client a yes, right, yes. and make sure there's something we can do, whether that's a workshop, Okay. Or kind mm-hmm. of a shorter term engagement. Sure. Um, but yeah, we've really kind of built out uh, the VaynerX entity to be able to service a multitude of different needs and size of clients. Got
0: it. Yeah. Okay, cool. And I, I love the, um, you know, the tea with Gary Vee and just him yeah. giving the um, opportunities to so many yeah. entrepreneurs and to come on. And it's just um, incredible. I'm, and I'm always like wondering how he does it all. Like, <laughs> does he sleep? I know he has a family, you know, um, but uh, it's just amazing to me. That, um, you know, he is just answering, right? Doesn't he answer his? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that my biggest observation is
1: just his ability to make a decision.
0: And I think, you know, he talks
1: about, you know, not caring what people think. He really lives in that. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about how long sometimes it takes to write an email or respond to somebody or those little things that take two hours and they should take two minutes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um I he don't do i mean he you know all. he's making decisions his whole day is f- five 15 minute meeting yep. you know um and he packs a lot in got yeah, it for got sure it.
0: Um, I think that is such great advice because I think, you know, people hem and haw, including yeah. myself, <laughs> and you just have to do it. Like, it's just, yes. freaking, you know, um, totally. do it. And I think early on, I remember you saying that he always gives time. Like, you know, even if you were, I don't know, in a on, in a car with him and you're yeah. heading somewhere for a meeting or wherever he's going, it's like he always makes the time for his Yeah, I mean, team. he's
1: serious about his open door policy. I think a lot of CEOs say that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was something that wasn't a learning curve for me because I had come I'm from such a small company okay, that, and I had a relationship with my former CEO. Yes. So when I came to Vayner and, you know, Gary said, oh, come into my office anytime. Yes. Um, his office that had no door. <laughs> yes, um, I, I didn't think it was weird and sure. I didn't really know who he was. He, he wasn't yet kind of the brand, yes. you know, he is today. Um, it. But it's interesting to see people not take advantage of it. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, and I know what it's like when you do. And, yeah. um, you know, he is serious about it. And, um, you know, he does anyone that asks for time gets it, whether yeah. it's an employee or a
0: client. Um, he'll always fit it in. That's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and I was gonna ask you, how do you um, or what are your favorite things about servicing brands? Now versus um, you know focusing on PR mm. and, and accounts yeah. and and now your your new role like what's your favorite thing Yeah, and well, I mean what attracted pros and cons. Me, yeah, what
1: attracted me to Vayner and I think as the landscapes evolved further in terms mm-hmm. of even measurement, I, what I love is the ability for us to be grounded in actual business outcome. Mm-hmm. So I think where I've always struggled with kind of PR in general yes. is we talk about potential impressions and yes. it's really hard to measure right without yes. spending a lot All of right. money. Uh, yes. Um, you know, social has a unique ability, you know, especially now with direct to consumer becoming more and more of a thing. Um, a lot, you know, what's been really cool is the past few years being able to dire- directly link ideas mm-hmm. that we're putting out in the market to okay. sales result, Got and it. letting that decide. And it, it eliminates so much subjectivity mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. from the process. And sure. so much of client services is spinning and spinning and spinning on subjective decision, uh, mm-hmm. decisions. And so seeing a lot of that kind of fat be trimmed has sure. been. Uh, I think, rewarding. Um, And we're continuing to push that even more. Um, Our model is very focused. We talk about finding right over being right. So really getting clients comfortable with we don't have all the answers. You don't. We don't. Um, We have hypotheses that we can put out there. It's more about how do we quickly react and respond and optimize versus trying to predict the future. Sure. Yeah.
0: And I know y'all said you you know have such great relationships with your clients, and yep. that they trust you to move fast, yes, make decisions, yep. especially online when you're seeing something yeah. that might be doing great versus something that's not so great. You can like quickly change yes. right the direction. And yeah, I mean we marketing. just for
1: context on the VaynerMedia side, and again these are Fortune 100 clients, yes. so you know there's big teams that we have in mm-hmm. place. I mean we're putting anywhere from 10 to 50 pieces of content out a day. Oh my gosh! Um, and again, that is like it is creatives that are just pumping out content with very little input from client because we're you know we're grounding our our work in insights and insights in business data and there's a mm-hmm. level of trust that we've established with sure. these clients over the over They'd the years. Um, and it but it's it's uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Because you know you're used to all coming around and get, you know aligning on one big hero yes. asset and then the social cutdowns and you know the matching luggage. Yes. Um, and so we really disrupt the model um, mm-hmm. and really start with kind of the contextual creative in the platforms and mm-hmm. then kind of find our bigger ideas and campaigns from there.
0: Got it. Yeah. So it's almost okay cuz I I grew up like making sure I got approval. Yes. Like, you know, what's yeah. it saying where they say, yeah. you know, I'd rather be sucked on the wrist. Yes. I always felt I always had to get like the approval, you know, yeah. from um, the client. I just wanted to make sure, you know, that everyone was um, ready to go. So it is it's a whole new, you know, world just like taking that risk and hey, you know what, that might be. You know, wrong step, but it's you're getting you're in the direction of getting to somewhere that is even yeah, and more it, it changes the
1: role of client services, right? Because yes. it's no longer about you know being the end all be all, mm-hmm, right? Of what mm-hmm. goes to the client. That's. It, you know, an uncomfortable thing yes. when you have a creative or a media specialist who's sure. just you know sending ideas to the client <laughs> yes. freely. Um, but you know what I've learned, you know, from Gary, from yep. kind of the experience at Vayner, is the role of client services really is about kind of removing barriers, right? Yes. And so instead of being in service that. of what the client wants, mm-hmm. being in service of the best work possible. Yep. Um And so whether that is making sure the creative team is supported and that their ideas are fought for, yep. Whether it's making sure that the you know the client actually understands the media team's point of view, right? And just really looking at the role a bit differently than I think how it's looked kind of, you know, in the Mad Men era. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And you're yeah. the
0: experts. I and, mean, yeah. you, know, you know, you're know, you on the pulse of everything. And it's like, um, I just think um, having that freedom and trust to just go. Yes. I just, it's liberating. People go yeah. from here to here. And I, you know, I've experienced And that what's myself. cool is
1: it's not even, you know, for us, it's it's not even just within the agency. We see the unlock happen with the clients. Mm. Like thinking about, sure. you know, there's there's different departments that they have and there's everyone has ideas or hypotheses mm-hmm. of what should happen. And yeah. a lot of the spin is that they can't align. Right, and so yes. for everyone's idea to be able to live, yes. um, yeah, it is also liberating for them. Sure, um, and we've often seen that the idea that's working best is one that came from the client, and sure. we're cool with that. Okay. Yeah, um, because again, we're just trying to get to the right answer. Of we're course. not trying to, you know, take credit for it. And sure. um, again, and that just comes back to how you know we're wired. Uh, again, we're not yes. worried about words or selling to a holding company. It really exactly. is about kind of the long game.
0: Definitely. Um, And so brands right now are looking, you know, at so many things. I mean, there's TikTok, you know, TikTok just launched TikTok for business. And you're like, okay, you know, it's (laughs) like every day you have to keep up. Um, So um, are there any certain areas that you're focused on for your clients that um, might be interesting for, you know, our listeners who yeah. are looking to spend money or invest or spend time in different areas of social Yeah, I mean,
1: TikTok and LinkedIn, I would say, are two more unexpected ones that we're mm-hmm. pushing really hard okay. across the board, whether it's a small business entrepreneur to kind of a Fortune 100, mostly because of the ability to really capitalize on organic reach right now mm-hmm. still. And so for us, we're always looking for, we call it underpriced attention. What is the mm. most amount of eyeballs we can get for the least amount of money? Mm-hmm. So right now, that's where that is, yeah. right? Um Of course, the other platforms, Facebook, Instagram, et cetera, still very much work and have maybe more robust, you know, targeting and Mm -hmm. measurement capabilities, but, um, you know, TikTok in particular is at that interesting place where it's not quite measurable, right? Mm-hmm. So people are scared to try it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, by not trying it, you kind of fall behind though and you miss the land grab that can happen of followers sure. right now. Yes, that's right. And it doesn't, you know, it doesn't take much yes. to go viral. Um sure. You know, and it, but it does take practitionership and understanding the platform and using it yourself if yes. you're going to be, pr- you know, proposing of course, it for clients. Of yeah. course. Yeah.
0: Yep, definitely. Um, I know it's always interesting. I think I did one TikTok post, but I'm on <laughs> it for brand groups. But I got like 300 something views. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, but it's like figuring out that story and that, you know, voice and. Um, yeah.
1: And it, it's a little, it's a different skill set than an Instagram yes. story. I mean, but I also remember when Instagram stories start, you know, started. I remember yes. like, oh, I don't think I'll be, you know. Yeah. And now I feel like it comes so naturally. It comes. So yes, It just definitely, it
0: takes practice. It's a, yeah. It's a skill. <laughs> yeah. Um, so any um, interesting client stories or uh, events that you worked on that might have been. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, okay. working
1: on the Oprah Winfrey Network was just a wild dream come oh true. Gosh. Um. I I was lucky enough. Uh, one of the she has kind of a pre-show ritual. She does a prayer circle oh. with everyone who's kind of involved in the production. So I had the opportunity okay. a few times to be part of that, oh, which was so cool. just like feeling the oh, Oprah my energy. Gosh, yeah, that is amazing. Um, so that was really bottle it up. And- yeah, that was really cool. i mean recently this past um, February. Uh, my client Sabra Hummus uh, uh-huh. went to the Super Bowl. So oh, cool. Vayner did three Super Bowl spots this year. That was one of them. So okay. that was a really cool experience amazing. to see. You know, again vayner kind of go from (laughs) social agency shop to super bowl um and that was a really fun we had 19 different celebrities in that 32nd spot and so it was a wild few days in la oh my random kind of you know rick flair and mel b from the spice girls and charlie from tiktok so um that was a kind of a more recent fun experience that is
0: awesome and you were traveling a lot before yes yeah yeah i was in london right before all this hit oh my Uh, gosh yeah Wow. Yeah. So that includes, so when you go travel, well, normally you're just meeting with clients and.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, of, when I was in client services, I, you know, it wasn't, I was depending on the client. Right. Yes. So, you know, I would be traveling. Um, but now, you know, again, since I've been in this role, it's yes. been kind of yeah, COVID. So, sure. um, but, you know, again, I do service and work with all of our different offices. Um, yes. So we have an office in Singapore, um, the UK, uh, and then we have an LA office as well. Got it. Um, So okay. I assume once we get back, I'll spend some time yes. <laughs> in those
0: offices, hopefully. Um, And then I just love to travel personally, so as soon as I'm able
1: to... Get on a plane. I yes. Know.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Um, and so, what is like a now? What is a day? Just a day in the life of Kaylin? <laughs> like yeah. That's, that's uh, to you. <laughs> yeah.
1: My condo is starting to feel like it's an office. Yeah. Uh, because it's it's hard to find uh, the the cutoff between real life and I work know, life. But I know. Um, I mean I mean day to day, you know, it obviously runs the gamut. A, mm-hmm. a lot of the the time is spent actually with new per- prospective clients. Okay. Um, whether they're coming in from Gary's brand or sure. from some of our other business leads and. So so I'm okay. kind of the first face they see, if you will, okay. um, of just kind of giving them a lay of the land, mm-hmm. um, getting them connected to the right people. So a lot of my time is spent kind of doing that. Okay. Um, and then a lot of time, my time is actually spent with the team, uh, mm-hmm. actually kind of getting proposals out the door, mm-hmm. um, really kind of overseeing the overall process to make sure we're putting our best foot forward, that okay. we're selling our products properly. Um, and really learning, too, right? I think it's important. I have to be on my feet in terms of, um, you know, what the platforms are saying Mm -hmm. and, you know, what the latest developments are because we're getting asked every day in these kind of new business environments. And so I'm spending a lot of time with our kind of specialized team internally to just stay up to speed because now that I'm not in client services, i got to work extra hard (laughs) to kind of stay on top of it. (laughs) Sure, sure.
0: Wow, it's so fascinating. And I know, um, you know, the team at, um, you know, Guy I know – they are special, meaning um, they have certain characteristics. Yeah, and I, and I are, there, are there things that you look for? Or Gary looks for, you know, when hiring people because it's definitely a certain type. Yeah, of Yeah,
1: it's definitely character. yeah. It's 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 interesting. We we have an amazing culture, and yes. you know, he calls it the honey empire. Mm-hmm. You know, the empire part is the skill set and being good at your job, but the honey part is really about kind of how you treat people. So that's first Mm -hmm. and foremost. Mm -hmm. There is zero tolerance um, for not being a good person, Mm -hmm. uh, more so than I think in most agencies. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's kind of number one table stakes. Um, I would say another one is, uh, you know, adaptability. We're changing and innovating constantly. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, you know, we can't be romantic about, you know, how we make our money or how we service our clients. Um, And that can be uncomfortable for folks who maybe work somewhere for 20 years or 15 years doing the same thing. And Mm -hmm. now we're, you know, calling their job title something different or we're, you know, getting rid of a department and combining it with another. Um, So there's a lot of change that happens. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, You really got to kind of roll with the punches and feel enough self-esteem to know that you have the skill sets that can transfer. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're if you're providing value, that's that's going to kind of continue. OK. And, you know, Gary also talks a lot about self-awareness and just Mm -hmm. knowing what you're good at, what you're not. And, you know, over the years, him and I have had really candid conversations about what's going to put me in a good position to succeed and just being able to to know yourself enough. Yeah. And to speak up when you feel like you're not being put in that position to
0: succeed. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's incredible. So yeah. much to learn, um, learn from. Um and, and so where do you find your creative um inspiration on a uh, I mean day-to-day? the beach, honestly. The beach. honestly <laughs> the beach. It's why
1: I moved there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That was uh, a kind of a I, I joke <laughs> that it's yeah, you know, it's like my church. Yes. Um, I go there on Sunday morning and I sit. Oh, um uh, so nice. but yeah, I mean I, to me, uh, you know, it's take you know, turning my phone off, you know, I've been doing yes. the the sleep timer on my phone uh, just to give me that space to think. Okay, um, but I'm also a like a late night. Thinker, mm-hmm. yeah. all of my good ideas come at like right as I'm about to fall I know, asleep. I know they're we like emailing me, <laughs> and then I like write night. them I'm down. Like, oh, she's up too. <laughs> yeah, I always uh, joke that like I wish the the hours, you know, for agencies were uh, four to one a.m. I, I would know, yeah, I know, I would be I'm on right a different right level with you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we could totally. start a <laughs> yeah, midnight Midnight, uh, yeah.
0: hour <laughs> agency. Um, but no, that's that's awesome. um And so I know things are changing so much. I mean. It's. I guess I should remove this question, but it's always like, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? But it's really hard to tell now with everything yeah, going on. It's so it's unpredictable. Like, who knows where I'm going tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's interesting. I, oh, it's always a question I worried about, yes. you know,
1: um, and I think just seeing, you know, just the fact even that I, you know, came to Boehner thinking that this is going to be a bridge to something. It, sure, you can't you predict. Yeah. Um, I couldn't have majored in what I do now. Um. Mm-hmm. And so I've really kind of like released myself from kind of caring about that question Mm -hmm. too much. I do know, you know, there's a few pillars that I'm super passionate about. I do love operations, the Mm -hmm. idea of mapping people and process. Okay. Um, You know, I I think I'm a really, you know, long-term really good number two. I don't have a desire to really be like the CEO, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So I, I, you know, again, back to self-awareness, I kind of know the the areas that um, I'm interested and not interested in. I also really love education. I love the teaching that I do with the School of Visual Arts Mm. and thinking about, you know, whether Vayner starts a school. One day or, yeah. um, you know, doing something on my own. But this idea of, you know, educating people on, you know, the the actual way to market in mm-hmm. kind of modern day, um, I yes. don't think currently, you know, most universities actually are able to teach it because it's moving so fast.
0: Exactly. And that's another thing I wanted to ask you about your, you know, the class and yeah, because I always think about that. I'm like, you know, where are people learning this and looking, you know, yes, there's some social media in schools, but like... Um, yeah, like what I mean, important? frankly, I, I, I value very much the, the education I had at Quinnipiac and there was a
1: lot of I learned about principles and about mm-hmm. business that it's important to understand mm-hmm. so that you can help disrupt it, right? Yeah yes. so that kind of background knowledge was incredibly important. But all of my, I would say, valuable skill sets came from on the job training. Mm-hmm. All of the internships I had on you know, even just being able to before my first job have six or seven different bosses mm. to really even just understand how to navigate that because oh. that's the hardest part, right? Oh, when you're yes. entry level, you have one bad boss and it can Ugh. feel like the worst thing ever yep. um, and so just, just really tasting it mm-hmm. um, just starting to see the parallels of like what you're good at what you're not good at um, yes. you know I don't know that you can really get a full read on that yes. in a classroom mm-hmm. that said you know you know, even in the class we do with the School of Visual Arts we really try to replicate that feeling as much as possible okay. and get them doing the work versus yes just kind of curriculum based yes. in education and so um you know we do we get at an actual client involved that they pitch oh amazing which is cool and yep. the client pays for that work and that work sometimes gets to go to market and sure. so it's real it's that's not so cool. you know that's we're not, not just it's not just a deck that we're presenting to yes. them so yeah,
0: yeah. no definitely yeah. i think that is uh that's awesome we're trying something with our interns right now where they're presenting they're pretending bankruptcy is a client and coming nice. up with a you know, a TikTok Very campaign. Very cool. I love it. <laughs> I love it. And, uh, you know, just going through all the steps, the proposal, you know. Like, yeah. And also when you're talking to your, you know, your boss or your account, you know, yeah. um, supervisor and uh, what that looks like and just trying to put myself, you know, back there. But it's not easy. That's why I'm, like, wondering what the, you know, um, trends are with teaching. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, students now and getting them involved. Um, so, so, so seeing you know how you got in, um, to where you are now. Um, what would, advice would you give to someone who wants to get into the industry that you're in? I mean, I would say, you know, again, I really value my internships
1: mm-hmm. that I had. And so, um, you know, whether, you know, you, it's hard to find the perfect job that's going to be all the things you want mm-hmm. from the beginning. So for me, it's just about getting in the door again. In yes. hindsight, I didn't know that that's what I was doing. But, you know, I came into Vayner, where, you know, really wherever they would take me because I just loved the people. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. took a, you know, I technically took a demotion in title. Um, mm-hmm. I was luckily, you know, able to afford to do that. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, just being humble, I think, okay. with you know what again, what you know and what you don't know, mm-hmm. and being kind of willing to learn, um, or even you know just willing to you know basically just get a foot in the door uh, yes. and then kind of prove yourself um, versus being so romantic about kind of the tidy job description sure, again because right. you you could get there and then it could change or yes. the industry could change exactly. and so you know early in my career I cared a lot about what co- accounts I was going to be on and mm. you know who my boss is going to be and I just started to realize that it really doesn't matter at mm-hmm. the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, And that you're always in control of the situation. You can leave if you have a bad boss. That they're, you know, sure. You can always exactly. um, And it's not that easy these days. So it's a little bit of a different story. Um, I also think, you know, uh, you know, I remember I had an internship or a job lined up, um, and this was right when kind of the 2008 uh, kind of the stock market crash happened, and I, you know, I, I lost the the opportunity. They still offered me an internship, but it was no longer kind of the job opportunity. And I had stopped looking after doing okay. all those internships. I was like, oh, I, you know, December of 2008, I had been good. Everyone yes. else was just starting their look okay. to look. Um, and I, you know, I, that first summer, did the internship, but then I was also bartending, right? Mm-hmm. And so just being, again, humble and sure. not afraid to, like, there's other ways you have to make money to, mm-hmm. you know, yes. in parallel kind of pursue your passion. Sure, sure. Just as much as you can balance both of those things. Yes. Yeah,
0: Yeah. You're such a hard worker, and I think it just <laughs> pays off. You know, it definitely, um pays off all those into. <laughs> I uh, I love the internship uh, days. Yes. You know? And like, it's like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that's so cool. You, you started before college. <laughs> yes.
1: And yeah, and I always think I'm about it now. You know, I just, you know, you you know what it's like to be like so excited about yes. like, the littlest things. I know. I know. Um, And now I think about it and I'm like, oh, wow. And I really try to pay attention to that when we yes. have interns or entry level employees of yeah. this little project that you're giving them is like the biggest thing in their world yes. right now. They're talking to their parents about it They're, you know, and I really like, I really try I to know. think about that because I, um, I remember that kind yes. of just excitement and passion and also just how easy it is to get demotivated by one sure. person's comment
0: or you know exactly. and just being really mindful of how yes. you know how you give feedback and excited. teach as you're going yeah absolutely no I think that's um, that's a great point so um, I know music is a big part of our Brand Groupies um, yeah. brand um, is there any um, certain music you like to listen to or I've been heard?
1: on a Dixie Chicks kick oh. since COVID I don't know what I think uh, yes. that Gaslighter song came on oh, and I just nice. went down a rabbit hole but okay. it like that yes. That's I love it. Wow. I love yeah. it. No, that's so random. No, yeah.
0: It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. And uh, I know there's always moods. It's like it's... Um you never know what mood is going on yes, during this totally. time. Yes, yeah. totally. So yeah. I love the Dixie Chicks. I feel like I need to listen to them. <laughs> I
1: think they just rebranded to the Chicks. Oh, you they know.
0: did. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. So, yeah, so I'm so out adam- of I'm like, I got to get back on my music. So my brand <laughs> challenge, I laugh because my song is Don't Stop Believing. I'm like oh so, my God. so old school and, like, you know, sometimes uh, I feel like I'm outdated with my classic rock. But I just love it. So I am going to, like – you know, um, embrace it, but If your, um, you know, brand, Kaylin, were to be a a song, or you know, your whole brand working with, you know, with Gary and your, like Vayner or me. Well, whatever you, you know, it's kind of like you are (laughs) a brand guru, and your um, mission right now with, um, with your, with Gary's company too. So it's really like could be your personal brand. Yeah, I don't know why the song "We Didn't Start the Fire."
1: (laughs) I don't even know the true meaning of that song, so I hope it's not
0: something that I don't. <laughs> no, that's a good one. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love Billy Joel, but uh, <laughs> no, I think that's that's great. I think it's uh, it's awesome. And so, um, are there any? Um, you know, I guess Gary has so many social media channels. Or any any uh, plugs you want to mentioned for social and ah
1: uh, yeah I mean VaynerMedia is Vayner you know it's at VaynerMedia Vayner. Okay. yeah I'm um, Kaylin Kaylin uh, M C K Y L E N okay M-C. and, and we'll then yeah that. Gary Gary B E B E
0: yes okay all right no that's awesome um well I've learned so much and I just love um you know hearing about your story and I'm so excited to like see where you will be in like a year or two same here I always tell everyone
1: about you oh you have an awesome life too oh my gosh well
0: I was I'm so honored that. You, you spent time with us today, and thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, for being here. Appreciate it. Excited. This is fun. That one's quick. So, so much fun, right? <laughs> well, thanks again. Thanks. Thanks.